0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. When it comes to cross-cultural ministry, what does it look like for outsiders to serve as humble alongsiders in the work God is already doing? Keep listening to hear more about Craig Greenfield's new book, Subversive Mission, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truths Table. Your word is truth, your word is
1: life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press.
0: Your word is truth, your word is
1: A daily audio bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
0: and Akemeni Owen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us.
1: Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Ezekiel chapter 16, God's Unfaithful Bride. The Lord's message came to me, Son of Man, confront Jerusalem with her abominable practices and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says to Jerusalem. Your origin and your birth were in the land of the Canaanites, Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. As for your birth, on the day you were born, your umbilical cord was not cut, nor were you washed in water. You were certainly not rubbed down with salt, nor wrapped with blankets. No eye took pity on you to do even one of these things for you to spare you. You were thrown out in the open field because you were detested on the day you were born. I passed by and saw you kicking around helplessly in your blood. I said to you as you lay there in your blood, live. I said to you as you lay there in your blood, live. I made you plentiful like sprouts in a field. You grew tall and came of age so that you could wear jewelry. Your breasts had formed and your hair had grown, but you were still naked and bare. Then I passed by you and watched you, noticing that you had reached the age for love. I spread my cloak over you and covered your nakedness. I swore a solemn oath to you and entered into a marriage covenant with you, declares the sovereign Lord, and you became mine. Then I bathed you in water, washed the blood off you, and anointed you with fragrant oil. I dressed you in embroidered clothing and put fine leather sandals on your feet. I wrapped you with fine linen and covered you with silk. I adorned you with jewelry. I put bracelets on your hands and a necklace around your neck. I put a ring in your nose earrings on your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. You were adorned with gold and silver while your clothing was of fine linen, silk, and embroidery. You ate the finest flour, honey, and olive oil. You became extremely beautiful and attained the position of royalty. Your fame spread among the nations because of your beauty. Your beauty was perfect because of the splendor that I bestowed on you, declares the Sovereign Lord. But you trusted in your beauty and capitalized on your fame by becoming a prostitute. You offered your sexual favors to every man who passed by so that your beauty became his. You took some of your clothing and made for yourself decorated high places. You engaged in prostitution on them. You went to him to become his. You also took your beautiful jewelry, made of my gold and my silver I had given to you, and made for yourself male images and engaged in prostitution with them. You took your embroidered clothing and used it to cover them. You offered my olive oil and my incense to them. As for my food that I gave you, the fine flour, olive oil, and honey I fed you, you placed it before them as a soothing aroma. That is exactly what happened, declares the Sovereign Lord. You took your sons and your daughters, whom you bore to me and you sacrificed them as food for the idols to eat, as if your prostitution was not enough. You slaughtered my children and sacrificed them to idols. And with all your abominable practices in prostitution, you did not remember the days of your youth, when you were naked and bare, kicking around in your blood. After all your evil, woe, woe to you, declares the Sovereign Lord. You built yourself a chamber and put up a pavilion in every public square. At the head of every street, you erected your pavilion, and you disgraced your beauty when you spread your legs to every passerby and multiplied your promiscuity. You engaged in prostitution with the Egyptians, your lustful neighbors, multiplying your promiscuity and provoking me to anger. So see here, I have stretched out my hand against you and cut off your rations. I have delivered you into the power of those who hate you, the daughters of the Philistines, who were ashamed of your obscene conduct. You engaged in prostitution with the Assyrians because your desires were insatiable. You prostituted yourself with them, and yet you were still not satisfied. Then you multiplied your promiscuity to the land of merchants, Babylonia but you were not satisfied there either. How sick is your heart, declares the Sovereign Lord. When you perform all these acts, the deeds of a bold prostitute, when you built your chamber at the head of every street and put up your pavilion in every public square, you were not like a prostitute because you scoffed at payment. Adulterous wife who prefers strangers instead of her own husband. All prostitutes receive payment But instead, you give gifts to every one of your lovers. You bribe them to come to you from all around for your sexual favors. You were different from other prostitutes because no one solicited you. When you gave payment and no payment was given to you, you became the opposite. Therefore, you prostitute, listen to the Lord's message. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because your lust was poured out and your nakedness was uncovered in your prostitution, with your lovers, and because of your detestable idols, and because of the blood of your children you have given to them. Therefore, take note. I am about to gather all your lovers whom you enjoyed, both all those you loved and all those you hated. I will gather them against you from all around, and I will expose your nakedness to them, and they will see all your nakedness. I will punish you as an adulteress and murderer deserves. I will avenge your bloody deeds with furious rage. I will give you into their hands and they will destroy your chambers and tear down your pavilions. They will strip you of your clothing and take your beautiful jewelry and leave you naked and bare. They will summon a mob who will stone you and hack you in pieces with their swords. They will burn down your houses and execute judgments on you in front of many women. Thus, I will put a stop to your prostitution and you will no longer give gifts to your clients. I will exhaust my rage on you, and then my fury will turn from you. I will calm down and no longer be angry. Because you did not remember the days of your youth and have enraged me with all these deeds, I hereby repay you for what you have done, declares the Sovereign Lord. Have you not engaged in prostitution on top of all your other abominable practices? Observe. Everyone who quotes Proverbs will quote this proverb about you, like mother, like daughter. You are the daughter of your mother, who detested her husband and her sons, and you are the sister of your sisters, who detested their husbands and their sons. Your mother was a Hittite, and your father an Amorite. Your older sister was Samaria, who lived north of you with her daughters, and your younger sister, who lived south of you, was Sodom with her daughters. Have you not copied their behavior and practiced their abominable deeds? In a short time, you became even more depraved in all your conduct than they were. As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, your sister Sodom and her daughters never behaved as wickedly as you and your daughters have behaved. See here, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had majesty, abundance of food and enjoyed carefree ease, but they did not help the poor and needy. They were haughty and practiced abominable deeds before me. Therefore, when I saw it, I removed them. Samaria has not committed half the sins you have. You have done more abominable deeds than they did. You have made your sisters appear righteous with all the abominable things you have done. So now, bear your disgrace because you have given your sisters reasons to justify their behavior. Because the sins you have committed were more abominable than those of your sisters, they have become more righteous than you. So now be ashamed and bear the disgrace of making your sisters appear righteous. I will restore their fortunes, the fortunes of Sodom and her daughters, and the fortunes of Samaria and her daughters, along with your fortunes among them so that you may bear your disgrace and be ashamed of all you have done in consoling them. As for your sister, Sodom and her daughters will be restored to their former status. Samaria and her daughters will be restored to their former status, and you and your daughters will be restored to your former status. In your days of majesty, was not Sodom your sister a byword in your mouth? Before your evil was exposed? Now you have become an object of scorn to the daughters of Aram and all those around her and to the daughters of the Philistines, those all around you who despise you. You must bear your punishment for your obscene conduct and your abominable practices, declares the Lord. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will deal with you according to what you have done when you despised your oath by breaking your covenant. Yet I will remember the covenant I made with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish a lasting covenant with you. Then you will remember your conduct, and be ashamed when you receive your older and younger sisters. I will give them to you as daughters, but not on account of my covenant with you. I will establish my covenant with you, and then you will know that I am the Lord. Then you will remember, be ashamed. And remain silent because of your disgrace, when I make atonement for all you have done, declares the sovereign Lord. Your word is true. New Testament reading. Acts chapter 8, verses 4 through 25. Philip preaches in Samaria. Now those who had been forced to scatter went around proclaiming the good news of the word. Philip went down to the main city of Samaria and began proclaiming the Christ to them. The crowds were paying attention with one mind to what Philip said, as they heard and saw the miraculous signs he was performing. For unclean spirits, crying with loud shrieks, were coming out of many who were possessed, and many paralyzed and lame people were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Now in that city was a man named Simon, who had been practicing magic, and amazing the people of Samaria, claiming to be someone great. All the people, from the least to the greatest, paid close attention to him, saying, This man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid close attention to him because he had amazed them for a long time with magic. But when they believed Philip as he was proclaiming the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they began to be baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed, and after he was baptized, he stayed close to Philip, constantly. And when he saw the signs and great miracles that were occurring, he was amazed. Now when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. These two went down and prayed for them, so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on the Samaritans, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now Simon, when he saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on the apostles' hands, offered them money, saying, Give me this power too, so that everyone I place my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you because you thought you could acquire God's gift with money. You have no share or part in this matter because your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that he may perhaps forgive you for the intent of your heart. For I see that you are bitterly envious and in bondage to sin. But Simon replied, you pray to the Lord for me so that nothing of what you have said may happen to me. So after Peter and John had solemnly testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they started back to Jerusalem, proclaiming the good news to many Samaritan villages as they went. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you, O oh God, for your word and that you don't give us the silent treatment. You communicate to us, even now, through your word. You are correcting us and edifying us and teaching us and making us more like Jesus. God, today we are sobered as we reflect on this Ezekiel and Acts passage, O God. To be honest, O Lord, we are shook (laughs) and shocked, O God, by what we have come across. When we think about the ways in which we are tempted to make idols, the ways in which we disregard the grace that you have given to us, this imagery that you put before us of a helpless, unwanted babe, that you took upon yourself and gave life. You spoke, live, live. You speak life to us even now, those who were once dead in sin and trespasses. You, by the power of the Spirit, speak over our lives even now, live, live. And yet, O God, with that grace of life that you have given to us and that grace of abundant and eternal life that you have given to us, we find ourselves going astray. We go astray at times, O oh Lord, and those who we think that we are better than, we find out that we truly are not. Oh God, we are reminded in this word that our acts, our behaviors, O oh Lord, that the people of God throughout history have dishonored you in so many ways. That the people of God are compared to a prostitute in this passage, O oh Lord, but not a prostitute who is 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 poor and and in despair and and is selling themselves in order to eat, O oh God, but instead a prostitute who is giving themselves away for free, and not only for free, but is paying, paying out to others, giving gifts to others that they prostitute themselves with. This, this imagery is overwhelming. This imagery is shocking, but it reminds us of this rabbit hole, this deep, deep rabbit hole in which sin will take us, O oh God. Thank you, O Lord, for this word that snatches us back, that opens our eyes, O God, our spiritual eyes, that we might see the wages of sin, O God. Thank you, O Lord, for the sobriety that your word gives to us and the reminder that you have made a covenant to your people. So despite all of this, O God, you have satisfied the atonement. You have taken it upon yourself, and we thank you for that, O God. We are reminded through your word that we cannot buy this grace. We cannot buy the power from on high. We cannot buy the power of the Holy Spirit, O God, that these things are gifts from you, our kind and gracious and good and generous God, a God who does not forget those who are vulnerable. And yet we see how easily we are tempted to do that very thing, O Lord. God, like Simon, we, may lust and long for power apart from the church. But even in the context of the church, we may find ourselves lusting and longing for power to dominate, to control, to make a name for ourselves, O God. And we are sobered again by this passage. We are reminded again, O God, that these are the gifts of God that are given unto us and not something that we can buy. For what we have in you, the Lord Jesus Christ, has already paid the most precious price that we might be truly free, that we might run after you, that we might turn to you and turn away from idolatry, that we might turn to your ways, your will, your ethics, your holiness, instead of our own self-serving ways. Oh God, we thank you for your word. We thank you when it's even hard and difficult and painful and complicated, oh Lord. For we know that you are doing a great work in us and that you are working on us right now, that you are granting to us a clean heart, that you are renewing our minds and giving us the mind of Christ, that we might worship you in spirit and in truth and despise our idols, that we might run from them we might recognize them and call them call them as they really are and then call out to you for a healing and loving touch to be reminded that you are a covenant making and keeping God even to a wayward and difficult and often stiff-necked people. I thank you, O Lord, that you are doing a great work in us, your church, and that you have made a promise to your church to never leave her or forsake her. And that you will return for a church without spot or wrinkle. That you are making it so. And so we rest in you today. We rest in your holiness. We rest in the covenant that you have made to us that you uphold. We rest in your promises that are yes and amen. We rest in the sanctification that is already at work in us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit that we cannot buy. But that has been poured out on your church as a gift. And for that we say thank you. We honor your name today and we praise your name today. Oh God, for you are worthy of our faithful and committed worship. Amen and amen.
0: For many, missions is a story of heroes, martyrs, and the advance of the gospel. For others, it's a story of colonialism and missionary disasters. So how do we respond to God's call to love our neighbors as a new era emerges? Craig Greenfield shares about his journey in his new book, Subversive Mission, where he rediscovers the five-fold missional gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, and demonstrates how each of these must look radically different in a cross-cultural context. Through Craig's own journey, you'll be inspired by a new way of working for a change in the world. As a of this podcast, you can get 30% off of Subversive Mission plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be
1: hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table